out faces Hide my head, I wanna drown my sorrow No tomorrow, no tomorrow And I find it kinda funny, I find it kinda sad The dreams in which I'm dying are the best I've ever had I find it hard to tell you, I find it hard to take People run in circles, it's a very, very Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to yet another episodic discussion. Today, we're talking about the Gears of War franchise and how it came to be, you know, the third person revolution going around and slicing locusts in half. And we're going to get right into the mix here. So my name is Renegade Albert. If I am the host and I want to introduce my first panelist here, which is Ginch. Hi, I'm I'm Ginge. I am looking forward to talk about some Chainsaw Massacre action and uh, and looking <laughs> forward to, to get into this Gears of War discussion. Next up is Jojo. They fucked my tomatoes up. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I love Gears so much. I'm so happy to be on here finally getting to talk about this game. Next up is Nero. Hey, what's up? Uh, I'm actually about to play Gears 3 right now. Oh, that's a good choice. Good choice. I, I got to finish that playthrough on the podcast channel, by the way. But yeah. Uh, and last but not least, Sugar. See, muted. My bad. Uh, what's up? Uh, my name is Sugar Bastion. I'm, I'm pretty new here. You know, I'm just going to be in the first one so far. Uh, but I love Gears of War, though. So jumped into the trend to the chance. <laughs> All right, we're going to get right into it with the first question then. So um, let's start off with the obvious. What made you get into Gears of War initially? What was the very first thing that stood out which made you want to play it? Who wants to go first? I guess I can go since uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take I'll take first shot. Um, okay. Um, ever since, uh, well, I didn't get a chance to play Gears until Gears 2 because I didn't have a 360 at the time until that game came out. And uh, what made me want to get it is because it was made by, at the time, uh, Epic, who made who made this really awesome franchise called Unreal that a lot of the older people are talking about. And that made me love it. I loved, I loved the over-the-top violence and action in the Unreal games and... Uh, while Gears takes that violence and action at a different pace, uh, I still love it, and I'm still happy I got into it. The shooting is the shooting and the gunplay is very, very satisfying. I and I love the lore. I love the characters. I'm loving it. I love the game. I guess I can go next real quick before I let someone else jump on. So I saw I, I pretty much started like everyone else did initially when they first saw that first teaser of the Matt World like trailer. And you see Marcus running around and stuff is like all dark and decrepit. And then he jumps into like this sort of crevice. And then you see him look up and there is the locust, a big locust swarm and he's shooting at everyone so uh 
I thought that was really interesting. It, it brought up a very tense and dark atmosphere. I'm like, what is this game where this like futuristic soldier is going around and, and fighting these alien enemies? And then I started to get into the previews. I think the first like preview and review I saw was from X-Play and they were talking about how this game is a must have for the Xbox 360. And I'm like, okay, this is a killer app. I need to go out. I need to buy this console. I need to buy this game. And that's how I sort of got intertwined with the series. I'm like, this is amazing. This is cool multiplayer, but a cool atmosphere to play with your friends, cooperative and all that. And then you could just smash people's heads in with your boot. Uh, so I was really loving that shit when I first played it day one. And that's how I got into the series. So anyone else want to take this question? Me personally, I've heard about it with the X-Play review way back in like 2006. Recently, oh, as of last year, I have brought most of the Gear series. So I brought the I brought the main trilogy on 360, plus Judgment, and I had uh, Gears Five for Steam and Xbox One. And also, I love the the whole chainsaw gun thing is that so, it Nero? Uh, yeah that's it okay uh again you wanted to go yeah sure yeah so um i uh unfortunately missed out on the first gears of war um just uh didn't really uh go over my radar when it came out and then um i saw gears of war 2 in a rental shop um uh, a few a year or so after it came out and uh played and played it a few times and loved it um and then when gears 3 came out i played that co-op and absolutely loved it and decided to go back and play the first and then the second one again just to uh, kind of get the whole story straight <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah so gears of war 2 was where i started on this and uh yeah it was it was a mix of gore chainsaws uh chainsaw dueling and uh just it was just so fun. <laughs> Sugar, what about you? Uh, well, I I stumbled upon the game, you know, back in yeah, in '06 when it first came out, pretty much, and I I had bought it, or somebody else in my family bought it for me, right? I played it, played about a good chunk of it. I enjoyed the hell out of the game. I was, uh, and I got stuck somewhere in the part, one of the parts in the game where I think it was like with the berserker or whatever the hell the name is and so i got stuck in that part and i never touched it again until i want to say gears 3 came out and uh whenever gears 3 came out i actually had some buddies of mine to play it with so we enjoyed the hell out of that game and like and then i decided to go back through the uh, first and second game so i think i think i would say that thanks thanks to gears of war 3 i actually thoroughly enjoy gears of war in general especially with the story and the characters. I have many favorite characters uh, from that franchise in general. Speaking of favorite characters, this kind of correlates to the next question. So your favorite and least favorite member of the Cogs. This is going to be a tough one, so I kind of want to go last. <laughs> but it, well, it, it's so many. Yeah, so many. It is so yeah. many. Yeah. Uh, Some more lovable than others. Yeah, mm. definitely. Um, I guess I could start. Um, my my favorite is always uh 
the two true heroes of Gears, Cole and Baird, especially Baird. He's got this smart-ass <laughs> attitude about him that, like, just resonates with me. Like, if I was in the same situation, I'd be, I'd be a snarky asshole just like him. Um... I liked Cole because, you know, he's got this, he's got this positive, you know, energy. Like every time he does or says something, you know, it's just going to be amazing. Whether he's screaming at the locust queen over an intercom or, or tricking a swarmock into eating a, a, a motorcycle strapped with grenades. Um, my least favorites I would have to say would be, uh, would have to say probably be Prescott because if you know, if you know the lore and how the shit he did, literally doomed humanity more than the locust actually did when he fired the uh hammer of the we're we're doing spoilers right yes spoilers okay. are about okay when he fired the hammer of dawn and literally killed millions of people just to deny locust territory when the locust war invaded so uh every time me every time me and rocker are hanging out here and i'm playing gears and someone Someone plays as Prescott. I just run up to him and keep making my character go boo, boo over and over again because I hate him that much. <laughs> Anyone else want to go on this? Uh, I can, yeah. Okay. So I, I absolutely agree with Prescott being the least favorite. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, my favorite though is more just. I don't. I don't know. They're just. I just find them more funny. Is uh. Is can I? Is all the car mines? <laughs> all the car mines. Yes. <laughs> all, all the car mines from the first three. Just love them. <laughs> I love them because they're like such meat shields, dude. Like, uh. Yeah. And, and I was surprised to hear that one of them actually lived in one of the games. I'm like, most of these guys get like shot in the head or, or maimed or eaten in the most terrible ways. So I'm surprised like yep. one of them actually survived. Yeah. Yep, Gears I'm, 3 was the only one that had a Carmine live. Every other yep. game, including Gears Judgment, had a Carmine die, including, yep, Judgment had one off screen. Yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> um, Clayton, Clayton is the one that survived in Gears 3. And, yep, he's uh, a badass. I mean, he's, just, he's just the exact opposite of his brothers. <laughs> All the others are just a bit, but they're, they're, they're not well trained, they don't really know what they're doing. Or at least Benjamin was, and uh, yeah, Clayton's Clay the exact opposite. So that them three combined are my favorites. <laughs> if I can add, a friend of mine often often compared uh, the Carmines to uh, Johnny from Metal Gear Solid. How they're just big cowardly dorks. Oh god! Except for Clayton, Clayton's a Clayton's a badass. Oh hmm. god! One of them shits themselves. So let's not get into that. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of well, I I guess if I were to like pitch in and say well least favorite, everyone's saying Prescott, so I would have to agree because if you can cause like an extinction level event, you're not going to be well liked in this franchise. So I can I can kind of see that. Uh, as for favorites, I I like Barrett, you know, because he's a smartass, you know, a smartass techie that you know takes no crap and always makes jokes. And and the Coltrane, I know it's a very bland and straight to the point answer, but I after playing that football segment in Gears Three with the sequence, the dream sequence, that was so awesome and ridiculous and over the top cheesy <laughs> that I'm just like, I'm actually on a field with Locust and I'm just running them over like no fucking tomorrow is the greatest thing in the world. 
that that was my favorite scene with Carl. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, <laughs> as soon as he was like bowling people over, I, I remember uh, Rat Rat. He told me like specifically that please, you have to not end the playthrough here. You have to do this entire part. I'm like, oh, what's coming? Because I was playing the game blind, and then when I saw that, I'm like, okay, this is the best game ever. Ten out of ten. I'm totally, <laughs> I totally love this game. So that's how I felt. He runs about a it. whole grain. He runs exactly. a whole grain on everyone. Cold train on the whole grain. <laughs> Anyone else for um, favorite characters, least favorite? Uh, I want to say, of course, honestly, since like the first time uh, you encounter him in the game, I loved him. Fucking Damon Baird. I, I love him. He's my favorite character ever. And uh, and my second favorite, it's actually um, Dom. I love Dom. Uh, there's a... There was a very... like you, you form like a deep connection with him and Marcus throughout you know the the first trilogy basically and whenever uh you know he has to sacrifice himself in the third one it kind of just it, you you take a hit basically you know and uh and it was probably one of the most emotional parts in any gears game ever honestly and i think that's like one of my favorite characters like top 2 at least and my least favorite uh of course uh <laughs> We're going to say know. Prescott. Come on. Prescott, you know. <laughs> you gotta, I can't forget Prescott, and I fucking hate JD. Yeah, J- I don't like JD. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I, <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> like, he's... They tried to make him Marcus 2.0, but he just comes off as, like, more boring, and then, and, and, uh, yes, sir, I'm going to fall in line, sir. So. And then he, like, he turns into a dick in the fifth one, so it's like, okay, you're trying to be all high and mighty over here, and you're just still a piece of shit. Honestly, yeah, so. Foss was a better character, much yes. better. Yes, um, I'm trying to think of it, but I, I definitely agree. Like what you said, the whole Dom and uh, the whole Marcus like thing, where they're like literally brothers throughout the entire series, uh, yeah. and, and you get to those emotional beats in Gears Two and Gears Three, and it just pulls your heart out, man. I, I think we're gonna talk about like moments later on that we really liked in the story, but those moments between those two is some of the most impactful moments in gears of war history like bar none yeah. yeah so we're gonna move on to question number three and that is favorite and least favorite weapons to use uh who wants to go God. first on this i'll take uh, a little first. Okay. Oh, my favorite i think I, my favorite my two favorites are the Modern Lancer and the Retro Lancer. The Modern Lancer for obvious reasons, and the Retro Lancer because I just get to gore locusts across a certain amount of distance, and it's just fun. Uh, aggressively poke people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll go next real quick. Uh, the weapon that I like the most is probably, I'm going to be a basic bitch and say the Nasher. I, I, I just <laughs> like that shotgun, uh, the kickback, the thing that it does, it's like some of the main meta and gears. So I'm kind of used to it by now, but I also do like the retro Lancer because you could just charge up, run at someone and then just gore them and slice them in half. It's, it's super euphoric. Like for some reason, I always like that battle cry that they do when you hold the yeah. button down that's so awesome man uh weapons that are my least favorite obviously the standard pistol the snub nose pistol you always get 
Oh, bro. I, I just thought that it sucked and I found no viability with it whatsoever in combat. It's just like, just pick up a Botox or something. That's so much better than that, please. Uh, I guess I'd say my favorite is always going to be my favorites are always going to be the 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 default lancer, the one with the chainsaw on it, because that using that is so cathartic and so satisfying that I could watch like I could watch like an hour ASMR stream of just players just doing that over and over again. <laughs> and, and it's a fairly accurate machine gun too. like from mid distance, you could pop heads off pretty easy. Um, another weapon I like I like is the uh, the scorcher. Because uh, you yeah. can, when you're playing the brawler class, you could do tons and tons of damage with that thing, and uh, the execution you do is is really awesome. I like the way you do it in three, because like in three, you jam the the barrel of the flamethrower in their stomach, pull the trigger, and flames start shooting out of their eyes and mouth and nose yeah. and stuff. Whereas in Gears Five, you do that, uh, their head just explodes. It's not as satisfying. Yeah. Uh, my least favorites, I would have to, you know, say the snub mainly because I did a little experiment with it. Uh, you can actually do more damage by hitting people with it than actually shooting them with it. So uh, the snub kind of sucks. And I do not like the M bar because I could never get the timing of that stupid thing right. And I hate how a lot of classes in the horde mode of five actually build themselves on that stupid freaking thing. Yeah, the M bar is weird because you have to charge it up and then get a shot and you don't know exactly when it's going to shoot. So I, I'm just like, how how do I operate this thing efficiently? I see dudes getting like pure yeah. headshots with the M bar and I'm like, how? Because I can't make that work. Yeah, oh, bro. Yeah, because like the, the bullets penetrate, meaning one shot could hit like two or three things if they're lined up properly. Yeah, but the problem is the charging and and when the shot is actually going to happen. So I don't I don't use that weapon a lot. I'd rather use the DMR than anything, to be honest. Yeah, DM. What's a DMR again? It's that gun that's like, the I, I, yeah, the Marksa. It, it's that gun. That oh, you pick it up and then you get like a, 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 you get like less bullets for it. But um, the headshots on that thing is just interesting when it, when it connects. But I'd oh, rather yeah, use that because at least it's a gun, you know what I mean? At least yeah. it works. Yep, Gears Judgment, that thing had a scope, too. I don't know why they took the scope off, but it is what it is. Yeah. Mm. Probably they thought it was imbalanced, so I was like, oh, this is much better. Let's take it off. Yeah. What about you, gents? Uh, um, so, <laughs> my least favorite is, uh, yeah, probably the snub pistol. It was either that or the hammer burst, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah I did not like which, which hammer burst there was which two one? of them actually um the one in gears free <laughs> oh the one that's a single shot because yeah there's yes. a three burst shot one that appeared oh yeah the free, one and the five burst one, the free burst one was okay i didn't like the single yeah shot. that one was nice um my most favorite is probably the torque bow I don't know. I just just something satisfying about charging Ew. that up and and <laughs> and hitting someone with that. I don't know why. I just really liked like that. Um, I like the long shot as well, but that was more for the execution on it. Um, oh yeah, that's a good execution. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I also like the boom shield. There you go. <laughs> 
I just like the execution where he smashes the head. I know it's going to come later, but man, yep. it's so great. I see their head explode to Gib. Um, the, the, the long shot is also pretty good as well. I, I just love having a sniper rifle class. So that's a great tool to use for me, especially since, you know, people on online, they barely like to take cover. So I'm like, just keep your head out there. Keep your head out there. Bam. I just pop it like, yeah. like a fucking balloon. It's so great. Um, oh. it, it's so many guns. It's, it's like a, a lot of them are really great. And it's just those minuscule ones like the M bar and also, uh, normal hammer bursts and gears that are really, really bad. Yeah. Anyone else on guns before we move on? Um, I would say my favorite one would probably be the Gorgon pistol. Oh, so good as well. I love <laughs> oh that God, gun. I missed that gun. That was one of uh, the best guns in three. Yeah. And the boom shield were just amazing. Uh, is that? And I'm gonna get a lot of hate for it, but the, the single shot hammer burst. I fucking love that hammer burst. I love it. That's my <laughs> oh, that's that's like my top two, and then my third one would be the boom shot. Huh? And <laughs> uh, I'm making up for the boom shot, you know. Uh, and I honestly, this, I like the snub pistol. I don't like it to like be a top gun, but it's like I don't hate it entirely. Um, and uh, I would say one that I just despise in general, just seeing in multiplayer, is that damn bow. I do not like the bow. <laughs> I hate it, dude. By the time I'm, I, I'm like, always, I'm always the player that runs straight yeah. to it. <laughs> Yeah, it's like by the time okay, other players like having their hands on it. By the time I do something to counter them, I'm just dead. So yeah. that's I'm like, is that the meta? As soon as someone picks up a torp bow, they just hit you with it you one time and, and yeah. you're just simply dead. It's like, god damn. Yeah. You got no chance. But it's 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 super fun when you go against people or like I, I picked that up last night in horde mode and I had a lot of fun with this. So I, I definitely don't hate the gun. It's not bad. It's just maybe I suck at using it. That's uh, my opinion oh, on it at least. It. Yeah. yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'll All right. tell you one thing though. It is satisfying when you actually land a shot. Yes. Ping, oh boom. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So satisfying. <laughs> Especially, especially if it's like up in the chest because at that point you just know they're dead it's like one hit one kill yeah best one is when you get the headshot and the head just pops it don't even explode yeah. <laughs> speaking of executions uh that moves us to question number four so what is your favorite like execution that you could perform on enemies offline or online oh man um the long shot I... is up there um <laughs> <laughs> uh, one that i i one of the reasons as to why I love Gears of War 5 is the fact that Batista was in the game. Oh, yeah, he was. And he so was kind of was. That I could do a Batista bomb, <laughs> shot that shit to number one. I don't, I, like, I don't care what the rest of the executions. I got on the game, I, I used Batista, and I, the first thing I ever did was Batista bomb somebody in that goddamn match. I love that. It was amazing. That's probably my favorite execution. <laughs> I think I used that for Foss, yeah. I would say my favorite would... I have a couple favorites. Like, I would say my favorite is the... Uh, I don't know what the name of it is called, but it's like a... It's like a kung fu crane kick where they, like, put their hands up, put one knee up, and then do, like, a scissors action front kick and pops the head clean off. It, I love that one so much. Basically, the Karate Kid. Yeah, the yeah, kick from yeah. Karate Kid, yeah. Um, I also like... uh. 
I also like the one where you play hopscotch on the on the enemy's like chest cavity and knees and then crush the head with the final stomp. That's a also, lot sorry, Mom, if you're listening. <laughs> it's a lot in Gears 5. I just like I'm simple, I guess. I just like the one because it's so disrespectful. Uh, it's the curb stomp where you put the gun under their chin and it's like, well, well, what's going to happen here? And then you put their head on it. And you just smash their head with your boot. I'm like, oh my god, this is fucking amazing. He just curved off the hell out of him. Um, there is also another one I saw where you just beat the crap out of someone with their own arm, and you can just oh, yeah. keep constantly pressing the B button, just smack them. Yeah, left and right. execution. You can just keep smacking them left and right, yeah. and, and and it doesn't end until it's no. actually all over at the animation. So I like that too. That's the same. You just stop pressing one. There's also one more where you like rip someone's head off and then you kick it like a soccer ball. I'm like, what the fuck is this? The... It just gets so <laughs> ridiculous. <seen> was... <laughs> it gets so ridiculous after a certain point. And I'm sure there's like a lot more of them because I think in Gears 5 they started introducing the idea that you could do all these executions and buy them with every weapon mostly in the game that you yeah. can pick up. Yeah. Oh, one more. Uh, the saw blade is also brutal as well as one where he puts it in the guy's throat and then he picks him up and he shoots him in the air and he just flies like a piece of cylinder. And I'm like, okay, that's he just went to the moon, so I got that. I got that much. Uh, hold on. Didn't they have an execution where you take the shotgun and just use it like a golf club and smack yep. someone's head off? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You can you can use that on several weapons, but yeah, that was first introduced with the Nasher. The, uh, and the I long like shot, you like swing game. it like an axe, don't you? <laughs> I almost think so, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that's the one. <laughs> but uh, who else I wanted like to do it? I did like the pile driver one too. Yeah, that's the Batista bomb. Yeah. I'm trying to think, there's so there's so many more of them. So there's so many. <sighs> I know there's one where you take the shield and you smash them over the head with it. I like that. Um, there's also one where I'm not sure if there's maybe I'm thinking of Def Jam because I know you could play jump rope with somebody's body. I know you can't do that in this game, or maybe you can. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that that's the future execution for Gear Six. So if the developers are listening to this podcast, I want to play jump rope with a locust body and throw it. That'd be great. Just playing other games and saying, "Yeah, just put this in the game." <laughs> Let me use a carmine real quick as a jump rope. This the game. <laughs> Get me a carmine rope. I'll take that. That'd be the best thing in the game. <laughs> that just gave me an idea for what to say for a future question we got on here, actually. So keep going. Okay. <laughs> any, anyone else on uh, execution so far? Uh, no. I think we covered all the ones I like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So we can move on to the multiplayer experience. So obviously gears just like unreal is also bred on playing online or playing co-op with your friends uh what do you think of the competitive multiplayer experience and the cooperative as well who wants to go first i love the cooperative like i'm sure anyone who's played gears with me knows that i absolutely love horde mode i love i love it when games have horde mode style yeah. game modes like mvm and team fortress 2 um it's just it's just so satisfying to have like you and a team just fighting wave after wave of monsters together and the waves get stronger as time goes on. You know, mm -hmm. I would 
I love doing that. Uh, the competitive, I mean, I'm not really good at the competitive, so I don't play it that much because it's just, you know, shotgun, 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 shotgun. Yeah, yeah. So I don't really play it. I only play it on, like, competitive AI just in case there's, like, a challenge I have to unlock that I have to do with uh, versus. And then there's, uh, of course, uh, the new the new game mode in 5, uh, Escape Mode, which I believe is like Gears of War mixed with a little bit of Left 4 Dead, where it's like you and a group of friends going through a, through a maze, and you got to get to the end while fending off enemies and finding weapons and supplies to keep you going. Yeah, that's a, that's a fun mode. Yeah, I like very that fun. It's pretty difficult, too. So I'm going to be the outlier and say I actually really love the multiplayer. I, I don't mind shotgun fest because, you know, if someone comes in my way and uh, I got a shotgun, I'm going to be the one on that trigger first most yeah, of the time. Get that shot. Yeah, so <laughs> it's honestly, it, I, I really do like the competitive multiplayer because it's just so fun when you have a good team and you just storm in yeah. and uh, completely body everybody. It's, it's really good. And, and they have like a lot of accommodations for each mode, you know um king of the hill the standard stuff where people are just throwing grenades and blowing up it's all a fun time uh but the cooperative is not bad not only do you have that in the campaign but you also have that in uh the online as well so you can play your horde modes and try to get to that highest level uh with the bosses like swarming everywhere it's, it's so cool seeing like swarm acts on screen and and other things trying to kill you big ass uh the 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 matriarchs or whatever trying to charge you down as your team tries to kill them desperately so um it's one of those things where it's like so much fun and you also have escape and i thought escape was cool as well because it's like you have to get out fast otherwise you're going to get gassed and everyone's going to die so uh it added yeah. a new dynamic to uh what was previously established and it, it just got better as time went on so that's what i think of the multiplayer and the co-op anyone else um so i normally do also play multiplayer on gears uh at least the I would I would say like the first year that it was out, uh, I played the shit out of it. You know, I I played uh, a lot of King of the Hill. That's like the most basic ranked mode in Gears of War. So I played that, and I got I think it got to a point where I just got tired of it, honestly. Um, mainly because one, it was either just like me by myself with a shitty team, or it was me with a good team against a really really good team, and it was just like, eh. I got tired of that kind of stuff, but yeah, Horde, I love Horde, ever since uh, it was added on Gears 3? No. Yeah. It was 2 when that when yeah, it first added. It. Yeah, yeah, 2 had it, but it was kind of like, eh. The third, the third one would probably have like, the best Horde. Um, and yes. I, w I would say like, yeah, 5, five and 4 have a decent one, but the Fabricator part just kind of kills it for me. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like I, I love doing horde because I'm a I'm a co-op fiend. I love co-op. Anything that has co-op, I will love it instantly. Uh, same with uh, the campaign. I was kind of disappointed in five and in four that they kind of went from the uh, the four-player co-op in three to like two and then uh, two with the robot on the on the fifth one. And it was kind of like disappointing in the co-op uh, aspect of it. Um, and then the the. Uh, yeah, the escape mode, I love that game mode, but again, playing it by myself is a bitch. <laughs> Tell you what. So, <laughs> yeah, it gets to the point where you're playing the game by yourself, and it's just like, ah, I hate this game now. 
So it's like, I don't know, I, I kind of just killed myself off of the game a while ago. I haven't touched it since. What about you, Genj? Uh, massive fan of the uh, co-op campaigns, uh, especially Freeze uh, campaign because oh, yeah. it was four-player. It was just so yeah. fun. Um, same with Horde. Free uh, Gizwell Freeze Horde was just I, I I can't remember I can't remember how many hours I spent playing that. It was just so fun. <laughs> yeah, way too many. <laughs> um, I kind of I loved the multiplayer as well for free. I kind of died down a bit for uh, after three though uh, with yeah. the multiplayer. Um, the shotguns didn't mind. I didn't really mind in free, um, just because um, I could always use the use the sawn off and just <laughs> blow them to bits. <laughs> can't, uh, I can't tell you how many hours I put into Gears Three multiplayer. It's, it's just so good, oh, man! Like holy I've shit, I put a lot into it as well. <laughs> I think I have like over a uh, hundred hours. It is really well justified though, because it was really addicting. Yeah, Chef's and, uh, Kiss. Absolutely. Yeah. It was, Absolutely. I would yeah. say it was one of those perfect multiplayers on three, like on three. Then four, four came out. I never actually played four until like a year before five came out. Like I, I, I completely ignored four because it was. It, I saw it was a different dude, different people, and I was like, "This ain't the real squad. This ain't the OGs." <laughs> so I ain't gonna yep. play this shit. And. uh <laughs> I remember, I think by the time that they released 4 was in, when the uh, definitive edition of the first one came out. That's the one that I played the shit out of. Oh, yeah. And I've been in line for that one a lot. Everyone uh, even got the definitive edition of 4. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah like, the, the multiplayer on 3 was very fun. Very fun. Uh, yeah, I remember it got to the point where we were just, like, prestige in, like, one day in that game, too. How much I played it. <laughs> Yeah, I I did enjoy four for what it is. Like I'm just talking like simply multiplayer because yeah. it's basically threes like multiplayer, but they tighten up like the movement and it feels a lot more refined. Uh yeah. Gears Five, however, when that launched on the beta, I was a very staunch uh person that hated it i was yeah. like okay arcade mode is so bad because i i don't like the idea of like long shot on long shot and stuff like that i wish it was a lot more to vary up the gameplay and plus they had some weird shit where uh if you were getting shot and you know the red like gear icon that would like swamp the screen when you take damage yeah. It was yep. unseeable at a certain rate, and then people spam like flash grenades where you can't see shit. So uh, it yeah. was just a giant mess. It wasn't what we were used to for gears. Uh, they eventually did try and they fixed it, and now it's like a lot more better than it was at launch. So I commend the team for that. But uh, I did not like the beginning of that first beta and how the game actually was on multiplayer for launch. It was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I didn't I did play some multiplayer for four and five, but not nowhere near as much as uh, as I did for three. Um, also, the co-op for four and five, I agree, was a bit disappointing going back to two player after yeah. having the chance of having two games at four player co-op. But um, I didn't mind the robot. <laughs> When you talk about Jack, I, I was asking Jojo, like, what does that thing do? Because I was like, why is there a robot on the field helping us? It's so weird. I, I tell you what, um, it was, it in was the story very interesting. Mode, yeah, in the story mode, he can help you find hidden things with, like, sonar. He could fly into, like, vents, and uh, he could unlock some doors. And uh, during combat, he could uh, he could actually help. Like, he could stun enemies with a flash. Uh, 
he could possess some of them oh, yeah. temporarily. He, yep. In fact, uh, in in horde mode, you can make Jack possess something, and when the time runs out, it just explodes and dies. Yeah, oh. that's kind of awesome. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at first I was like, "Well, what is this thing? Why is it like shooting?" I know at basic functions, like it can shoot people and stuff like that. But the fact that it possesses people, that's like also yeah. next level poltergeist stuff right there. Like I wasn't <laughs> expecting that, man. It was, it was an interesting choice says, for them to go with it. Yep. As Baird says, it's like he, he he initiates a volt of electricity to the swarm brain, and that allows him to temporarily control it. Ah, but any other opinions on this before we move on to the next question? From what I've played of the board mode, I know I've played it with some of you guys. I feel like it's pretty fun. I've never had, I also never had an experience with the multiplayer, though. Uh, most likely because i'm not really a competitive person like that oh no that's that's understandable if i i I do like this though if gears is like oh you don't want to play against other people and and test the skills and everything at least you could do is play co-op because i mean everybody likes having fun with co-op so it's like why not yeah so we're going to move on to the next question, which I'm going to sit out on, but I'm sure Jojo will take this. So have you ever read any of the supplemental material like the novels or the comics? Actually, I I've read some of the supplemental. Like I actually have two of the books. I have, um, Jacinto's remnant and I have, uh, Aspho fields, which, uh, which I believe is the one that takes place before Marcus gets arrested before the story takes place. Like, kind of shows like what what he went through and uh i love them because it opens up so much lore in the gears universe universe and the whole story like the story is really really good if you're a fan of like you know stories that involve like you know war and humanity and stuff like that um so the supplemental stuff is really good in fact uh there's a comic series i haven't read it yet but it like it actually shows stuff that goes on on the locust side of the of the whole campaign and stuff and what they're doing to prepare for their attempted genocide on humanity. So those are always fun reads. You even get to learn about like the origins of general ROM and stuff, the big bad and gears one. Anyone else on the supplemental material, like novels, comics, anything else? But none of that. Sadly. I, yeah, I was about to say, I sadly can't comment. I've not read any of them. I really want to. <laughs> Yeah, I want to as well, because it, it seems all interesting, and the fact that they add, like, uh, a lot of background story is cool. Uh, I remember, like, Halo was doing that as well with, like, the novels and the books and reading all that information. I, I think my brother was, like, a freak for all that stuff, so he's like, have you read this? I was like, no, I didn't. I, I'm just playing the games. Did you know this happened in the story? No, I'm just playing the games. So it, it's one of those things where it's like, since someone bought it up, I do want to check it out, uh, but I have not had the chance the only thing i do know however is they wanted to make a gears of war movie but it never happened and uh, batista wanted to step up which is why i i think it's always ironic that and i think they did this on purpose that he is actually in five as marcus and that was like limited time and I was like, yeah i was like hold on wait a minute why is this guy in the game because i remember him being like a pro wrestler and shit so uh and then i found out he was an actor so i'm like oh okay he wants to play marcus i get it now yeah 
It was uh it was uh, I think the the idea was him playing Marcus and Terry Crews being Coltrane. Oh, that would have been the coolest. Oh, that I would love to see. I would watch. I would. I would have been great. If if you guys still do it, because these these guys are still around and kicking, you know, I would I would go day one. It'd be a first day. I know who would be a perfect Baird. Dennis oh. Leary. Oh God. <laughs> Dennis Leary would be a perfect Baird. <laughs> like just give him, just make his hair blonde, give him the goggles, and just let him be himself. Uh, somebody's gonna say the Miz, but you know what? We, we ain't going there. We ain't going there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep him away from gears. Yeah, I, I know he wants to be Johnny Cage. I'm like, oh, man, this is just another story for another day. Uh, but we're going to move on to the next question, and this is question number seven. So how do you feel about the shift of the series after the Coalition took over for Gears of War? Uh, so this is when Cliff was like, hey, Gears 3, that's it. Um, I'm done with the series. Epic is done. Uh, he said on an interview, actually, they didn't know where to take the series next. So uh, Coalition stepped up to the plate and they said, hey, we'll do Gears 4, no problem. But what do you guys think of like Gears 4 and Gears 5 like, and how that sort of turned out? What was to go first? Um, can, I, can I just quickly ask, uh, which, who made Judgment? I can't remember. I um, can't people can either. fly. People can fly. All oh, right, okay. we don't we don't talk about that game. I've never played. Hey, I like that game. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> it's a fun. It's a fun co-op game. Shut up. <laughs> I I never played it. I just know it's on Game Pass, which is convenient. So maybe I'll try it. But I remember people were saying, "Hey, I don't like the fact that they changed the controls," which is something. They they, the whole damn thing. They always Horrible. do. They just change the controls. It's like this fucks up my muscle memory. Oh, man. Yeah, because they changed the how to switch the weapons to the Y, and it's like, wait, I've been spending like 300 hours on Gears of War 3, and you're randomly just tossing yeah. this random bullshit to me where I had to switch my gun pressing Y? Hell no. Or you try to check your objectives and you waste yeah. a grenade? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Bro, hell no. I don't want that shit. <laughs> oh, man. But, but um... Maybe we should like have judgment as a side question like during this. I don't know because like I said, I never played it, so I can't tell how good or bad it was. Story was decent. <laughs> okay, so uh, what about four and five though? You guys were okay with the changes, or it was a step back? Thanks. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I think the uh, the way they did it. It didn't feel forced in any way. It's just that it kind of, they just threw you in there with JD. You know, they just threw you in there with this new squad. They didn't give any any type of uh, backstory as to what happened right after 3. They kind of just toss you into, you know, into the wolves, basically. And while the first Gears 4, yeah, the first story of this new, I guess, trilogy, since they're probably going to do another one following this one, uh, it wasn't too bad, but I was also kind of weirded out at the fact that the Locust came back also fairly randomly um, after you destroyed them in the third game, plus the Queen. So um, I think that one was kind of weird. And then whenever uh, they went over to five, you randomly start playing as Kate. And now Kate is basically the uh, the main uh, protagonist out of everything. And they just kicked JD to the curb after that kind of uh kind of thing and i 
I, I, I found like a, a little, I felt a bit sour about that. Um, but again, Kate isn't that bad of a character either. Um, it's just that I, I felt that between four and five, they kind of just did something randomly to please the people to not piss them off in some kind of way. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. In in my mind, um, and I, I guess it's so funny because most of this is like stuff that Cliff mentioned. He he mentioned that um just the level of um you know death between the cogs was not as great in his opinion as it was in the older games. Now, I mean, I, I didn't mind like any of the newer characters, but yes, if you go to Marcus, for example, and what they built up versus JD, then it's like night and day, right? Um, yeah. So that's kind of how it feels. So people were kind of confused. That first initial trailer, while it looked awesome for Gears of War 4, it was also a manner of asking the question, what happened to Cole, what happened to Bear, and what happened to Marcus? Because um, people were asking questions after the time jump. And and then I think they had like later presentations where they showed Marcus was like, and his feel, you know, dealing with his tomatoes before they got fucked up. And it was, it was kind of funny having those interactions. Like when the old cogs came back, it started to feel like natural, like a natural sort of thing. And yeah. I think that should have been illustrated from the beginning. I think it wouldn't have been such a big deal to have them come back after all those years. Mm -hmm. But uh, what they wanted to do is tell the story of the new protagonist first and then interweave the old guys back in. And it makes me wonder how they're going to do the next one uh, because of the whole ending with Gears of War 5. And now it's like, oh, they either had to pick Dell or pick JD. But I'm pretty sure Dell is going to be the one on the chopping block oh, because... I was just about to bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> it was very forgettable. I was waiting. <laughs> it was any Jace. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like it, I, I'm pretty sure they're gonna put him on the chopping block and say, "Hey, here, JD's story continues in the next one." So it's an easy choice. I was gonna say you play as JD in four, and you and it, for me that made made me think, "All right, well, this is gonna be the person you play as for the for the next few games or whatever." Yeah, because it. Um, and then yeah, you you play five. You're playing as Kate, and uh, and you're like, well, what's going on? <laughs> JD's becomes a bit of a dick, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and basically by the end of it, yeah, you have to choose whether you let him live or let him die. And it's like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's going on? It's like they did, it made me feel like they didn't know what to do with JD <laughs> or Dell in general, since they make you pick oh yeah, or Dell, yeah. let live, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's so weird because it's like I I'm pretty sure that would have been a more substantial choice if we had more time to foster the ideals with the characters, but we just don't. So it's like, Hey, let's just kill one of them off and try to uh, embrace that emotional weight. And it's not the same as something like Dom getting into the truck and saying, you know what, I know what I'm going to do. And, and you kind of already felt it was coming uh, in yeah. Gears of War two and they just go off with it and it's one of the most best moments in that game with uh characterization so it's like that made sense versus this where it's like so random there's also yeah, plenty like, of uh... build up for that though yep whereas with jd you you spend half the game half a five with him not not around and then when he is he's just, he's just... complaining or being being a dick the whole time <laughs> i can't like, no my left arm is crunchy i hate you all <laughs> left arm is crunchy <laughs> 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 Anyone else on um how the coalition handled things? Um 
there are some things that I liked, like like a couple of the I liked how they showed the older characters in four and five, you know, how they've grown, like how yeah. they're old, how they're kind of old, kind of semi old men who have like new futures like Baird got to got to be with Sam. So I think Baird won out on that one. Hell yeah, he did. Um, And and, you know, we get to see we get this we get to learn about how Cole now as a daughter who's a scientist uh, and uh, the new direction that the cog is going in the storyline wise. I also like how they explained uh, how the the locust came back as the swarm. And I like how in five we got to learn kind of the origin of the locust because that was because that was kind of cloudy at best like all we know is that they started off in that uh depot in uh the gears 2 where they were trying to find a cure for emulsion but now we got like now we know like not only not only the origin of the locust but exactly why uh kate is the new main character the one things that I don't like are uh, a lot of the like a lot of the new characters I really don't like my like my least favorite character besides uh, well, I didn't like JD either but the one I hated the most is probably uh Foz cuz like he's just an asshole for no good reason like like he grew up in an era where he had a good life and everything and he just wants to be better than everyone else and talk down to everyone except for maybe Marcus like yeah. Marcus tells him to shut the fuck up and he just whimpers and goes, Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I love Paul. Um He's great. I, I do like I do like Dell. Like Dell has some of the funnier lines and has some of the most relatable moments. Like he's a like he's a more positive version of Baird. Like he's a smart ass and like knows stuff and and isn't afraid to tell people like what he knows. So I liked I like Dell a lot. I do hope that in the next game, at least Dell is the one that, you know, gets to come back unless it's like the Wolfenstein game where you get to choose. Oh, the on the beginning. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That would be a nice way. Cause that would show, Hey, your choices really did matter from the last yeah. game. So we can continue on from here and make those branching storylines. So I, I don't mind that. Uh, right. Yeah. Or, or go with, or like let you load your save file from the previous game and let you, apply the choice you made in that one you know whatever you want to do yep that that's and, that's one thing i really liked about uh infamous uh they really did well with the whole karma selection thing from the last game yeah. and making you pick from there so that's cool that and last thing i want to say and the one thing i really hated about coalition is in gears 5 when they made the campaign have this stupid open world thing in the middle of it that really 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 slowed down the pacing of the games you're trying to find all these locations on a map and some of them like they're very weird ways to get to them because there's all kinds of mountains and hills and bridges and stuff i feel like yeah. uh most games nowadays if you were mm -hmm. linear at one point then eventually you're gonna have that title where you go open world uh for better or worse so right. it's like first thing gears does it then halo does it now i'm just waiting for the next microsoft franchise uh maybe but we already have like more open forza so there you go it's like <laughs> also coalition please don't make it please don't make a battle royale mode please don't i swear I have to god if they do i, I fucking hate i will hate them i will not even buy the game i have a feeling they might because this is just the rage these days but if it's just like a meaningless mode and i can just pick between horde or multiplayer then i would just not play it uh but 
at the same time okay one thing i really like about this new sort of gears is the fact that they kept the whole bravado of everyone you know cursing each other out or or uh being smart asses which is what the older gears did uh so i, I like that whole exchange with Foz, and they were having the most trivial conversation over the definition of a shit stick and i was just laughing my ass off at that whole trailer and, and, and that being in the game so um i was like okay you guys are really gonna argue over the word shit stick okay uh so i i i think that was great and i do like the more refined like cover to cover shooting in, in gears of war i, I think the more yeah cover to cover thing is really important and and the fact that they refined that up and made better frame rates for it and performance were something that can't be denied yeah so anyone else on this before we move on oh going once going oh, twice good <clears throat> all right sold to the hooker in red so we're yeah, <laughs> we're gonna move on uh to gear six so is there anything that you personally like to see them do in gear six whether it's gameplay additions or new story additions of the sort um i i have a couple things actually like i hope that they like that they make the horde mode where you can play like like different horde modes like if you want to play the horde mode that's in gears three where you got the you got the the built-in place uh places where you could put traps like uh spikes and turrets and stuff yeah like have that and like let you play all the maps on that one um another thing that i hope that they do is uh please please coalition do not kill baird or cole in this game <laughs> i will literally i will literally cry i'm not joking i will cry end of evangelion style oh, <laughs> oh man <laughs> don't be like that there's a quote there's a quote for the wit there's a quote for the twitter right there oh man uh, uh look just keep like bear in his lab and, and make coltrane you know make some more babies because apparently i didn't even know he had a daughter until now so uh he's gonna be throwing the footballs out there in the strip club eh, you can be doing that gotta let him have his whole grain <laughs> yep. gotta keep running on it <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i i i think that maybe new weapons um you know branching storylines that would be one way to appease people who played the last one and you could just pick from there and and make choices that will literally because they tried to do this with gears of war one but i would like to see it more refined where it's like instead of just going down the hallway you got to pick between left or right uh yeah. make it where you're making choices but sometimes they're choices you don't want to make or it's for the greater good or stuff like that that actually will affect the story if you go down a certain path and i think that would make it a lot more unpredictable and a lot more tense that way but like uh like mass effect does with the choices yeah something you know, like that yeah something like that do something similar to that just say that that's like a, a very good mechanic the 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 bioware does really well and it's the choices and it, I, I would think if coalition would want to uh i would say evolve gears of war i think adding some sort of story choices left or right kind of thing but they actually do matter in some way I, it would be very interesting to see if they actually do that kind of stuff in six like like the choices, like actually determine what ending you'll get or yeah, something. Exactly. Oh, that'd be cool. I love um, that. 
oh i just remembered the one thing uh, another thing i wanted to hopefully see is like a multiplayer thing like um the executions like i hope we get to see like two person executions where like you and a friend yes. execute a downed enemy like one idea i had oh, was yeah. like it's like you cut the head off the enemy and then you punt it and then the head like flies in the air like a football and if your enemy you're like at your friend shoots the head you get like bonus points or something you you know um that reminds me of this game called uh tenchu wrath of heaven uh when you play the co-op mode and both of you like sneak up on somebody and you assassinate them it'll be like a co-op takedown like the chick ninja she would jump on the person's neck and twist it and then the male would like stick his sword in the belly so it's like both of you are killing them at the same time and that was so fucking awesome in that game i would love to see that for gears yeah, I agree with uh, what JoJo said. I really do want to see like the 3D being performed on like a locust or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> maybe you can have like two people. Maybe you can have three people and have have one have two of you use the uh, body like a jump rope, <laughs> and the person in the middle would try and jump over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that'd be fucking hilarious. Yeah, just some sort of obliteration where you're just like, and if they bring back like the the four player, I want to see something crazy like four people just completely stomping the shit out of this locust. Yeah. <laughs> like, that'd be crazy. I'd be like, oh my yeah. god. But that'd be so awesome if they did animations like that because animations have got like a lot more fluid and evolved, and I think for executions that would make sense yeah. for years. So they they got to do that. I would love that. Yeah. And also, I would also like it. I know I've you know, already established that I love the Batista character they put in there. I would love to see if they actually would add him into the game in some way, into the story. Even if it's just like a Carmine character that gets shot in five minutes introdu- introduction. You know, so um, it'd be pretty cool to see more uh, people to like just randomly pop up. Uh, and in terms of characters that you've seen... Uh, do uh like special characters you know like the terminator uh character they added maybe something like a little easter egg of sorts you find uh, the the uh, the ta-100 skeleton somewhere but um I, I would like to see more uh characters that were added in as like a specialty kind of thing and it'll be like in the story randomly or uh they're mentioned in some way so it'd be, it'd be interesting to see more people being added instead of like the same three people being the main focus at least for for how it was on two where they introduced kai and kai or kai or tai whatever the hell his name was uh you know he's like introduced as this very badass character and then like three chapters later you find him and he shoots himself because he was tortured kind of thing yep. it'd be interesting to see like that kind of uh character and again at least in some way because you form a bond even with him and you just met him in this in this one chapter, and it's like, oh, this dude's fucking amazing. I love this dude. Three chapters later, oh fuck, he's dead. Yeah. So you know, it's just like I, I would like to see more characters. And I, I think that'd be a nice um, sequence of choices as well. Like maybe this person that you did built a bond with this, like um, this NPC, maybe you could like save them or not save them as opposed to the binary choice of, oh, they just die after like a few chapters in and you couldn't do shit. 
So yeah. I, I think that would be like a great way to sort of go back and have people say, what if I did this a little bit differently that way? Could I have saved this person or not? And will they still be on the squad, etc.? Yeah. Anyone else on uh, question number nine? I mean, number eight. I'm sorry about that. I was confused. I was like, wait. I thought I out and missed the whole question. That's fine. I read that wrong. Um, just bring back Clayton. Don't mind if he has a death scene. I will be upset if it happens, but don't mind. Just no, even if he's Clayton a torso, he should be in the game. <laughs> yeah, just um, have that one badass Carmine. That's it. Yeah, bring uh, bring, Turn, bring back Silverback. Make him Monty Python. <laughs> <laughs> bring back Silverbacks for Horde. Oh my God, the Silverbacks! <laughs> you can use yeah. them in Gears Five if you play as the pilot class. Just letting you know. I think oh, really, he, I didn't know that. Okay, I, that's yeah. cool. I think he wants them back, like just square that on the map. A summoning yeah. thing. Yeah, all of them there. The fucker. Just five <laughs> Silverbacks, please. Yeah. <laughs> Not just one. It'd be too easy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one thing I really like. Like I noticed it was sitting there, I was like, okay, you know what, what is this thing? And then I woke up, it's this big ass robot completely destroying shit as soon as you shoot somebody with it. So I'm just like, okay, this is very <laughs> awesome, but it's also broken as hell because yeah. as soon as you shoot something, it turns into meat, and I'm just like, this is this is just like the turrets. It's, it just gives people on sight. Or never runs slush. out of ammo either. Yep. Yeah. It just overheats. <laughs> and the uh, the only Battle Royale um, mode I will accept is an actual WWE-style Battle Royale mode. <laughs> just all silverbacks. No, no. And everyone plays as Batista. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, just Batista bomb everybody. <laughs> just make a giant ring or something. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in a giant ring. There you go. Done. Yeah. That's the only, that's the only version of that I'm accepting. That's a Battle Royale I would play. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, we're moving on to question number nine. So how do you feel about certain gameplay mechanics of the gear series, like cover-based shooting, using a chainsaw, rifle in battle, and the emphasis on gore? Like I said, very cathartic and very satisfying. The guns are always set, are always feel good to shoot off, when you, especially when you manage to kill something with it. I mean, people who fired the long shot or the one shot from Gears 3, by the way, that's oh, the most the overpowered shot. weapon. Like you oh, could yes. one you could one hit kill anything, even bosses with that thing. Um it's like a giant rail gun. Uh they're all very satisfying to use. I love how they all have their little executions, and I do like how easy it made the cover and shoot mechanics. I think weren't they inspired by this game on the PS2 called Kill Switch or something? Yes. Uh I think Cliff was inspired by Kill Switch and Resident Evil 4 because of the whole over the shoulder thing. Uh so yeah. what Gears did was when they put in the cover mechanics, they didn't feel like they were sticky and you know you're on the wall forever and you could barely move or the animations didn't accommodate it. It was pretty quick and fast uh with those context sensitive buttons. So that was the one sort of cover shoot where I was like, okay, this feels really good, really intuitive, and it really works. It's actually something that is viable as opposed to other games where it's like back then uh, the cover mechanics weren't really that well thought out. Uh, I also think that um, Winback was another inspiration. That's that's like a cover shooter on the PS2, and 
it, it like when it takes like nine buttons to get out of cover that was just weird so i'm just glad they simplified it and it worked in that favor like uncharted use like cover shooting after that uh so gears was definitely revolutionary in his own right yeah but that's all i have to say about that gameplay otherwise it's fire yeah like uh, i think one of the main things that, that Gears of War did the best was that cover-to-cover shooting. And I think during that timeline of, let's say, uh, 2006 to what Gears of War 3 came out, 2010, 11, somewhere around there, I think we had such a surplus of so many cover-to-cover third-person shooters. It's not even funny how many there were between that timeline. Because I think in 2007, that's whenever Ghost Recon started coming out, too the the uh the advanced warfare warfighter that that was also the year of the first uncharted i believe so it it was like so you know how re4 like sort of revolutionized like over the shoulder the same thing happened with gears for like cover based shooting yeah and it's like um i think gears of war helped me uh like these types of like third person shooters because i i love third person shooters i fucking hate first persons mainly because my aim is just trash but um like i i enjoyed ghost recon up until whatever wildlands and breakpoint and are and then uh i never actually finished uncharted until like a couple weeks ago i love those too mm-hmm. um same with uh splinter cell those like randomly started also coming out during those you know before gears of war and also after and they kind of just uh, adapted to the uh, the changing times in terms of uh, cover to cover shooters, so I think cover to cover uh, shooting is probably one of the best mechanics in gaming, especially the way that Gears of War implemented it into their into their games as the uh, as as time went. Because each year it gets even more and more uh, loose, I would say. Because in the first game it feels like very tight, the the moving. Then the second one kind of like eh, it's still good. And three was like the best one in terms of movement, honestly. Four and five have their own kind of system, especially when they added the knifing. That kind of just like it was like a weird addition, but also a pretty good addition that they put on there with the with the random knifing pressing the uh, the Y button. So that was like a pretty good addition that I like. I also like the oh. fact that you can. Um, sorry to cut you off, but I, I like the fact that you can grab someone now out of cover yeah. and, and kill them with the knife. It's like an execution. Yeah. That's just cool. I love that. Yeah. Cool. Um, I also I also forgot to mention. Um, I do. There's one game mechanic that I love that's in every game: the uh, active reload. Like yes, like that's I love that little tactic because in every other game, like like you're just mashing the reload button to try and reload. But if you do that in this game, you're gonna mess up your le- reload. So you gotta. Yeah. It's it kind of encourages you to get into cover to not just stand there mashing the reload button. I like that. Like it rewards you. Um, it, it rewards you for taking cover and reloading. Because if you do a good active reload, uh, the uh, next shot you fire, the next next clip you fire off, it does like has better damage. Or some weapons like the flamethrower has better reach. Yeah. Or the uh, the boltock gets better critical shots. I love that. Like I wish more shooter games did that. I don't know if any other games do that with the reloads. 
don't think so. I don't think so. I think it was mostly just gears. Like you will have like tactical reload games where you they try to make it like survival. So if you reload, you'll lose ammo. But in this one, it's like it makes your ammo more powerful when you finally click that uh white box on the active reload. So yeah, this is like very unique, and I, I like the fact that they do it. Honestly, it's very cool. Get more shots, more power. It's awesome. Yeah. So anyone else on gameplay before we move on? I I don't have much to say on the gore because I already know that's like super awesome and chunky. Yeah, the gore oh, is yeah. perfect. The gore oh, is yeah. enough. <laughs> mm. Maybe we need more. Night. <laughs> I I love that this game gives you so many ways to turn a bad guy into a pile of chunky salsa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a great way to put it. To be honest, yeah, perfect way to put it. And I think the ragdoll mechanics are also very funny because you would kill, a, you would pretty much just kill a locust and their body would still be there. So you could just kick it around too. That's also a very good, that's not really part of a mechanic or anything, but it's like a fun little thing that you could do in the game. I, I thoroughly enjoy it because you can glitch the bodies and it's funny. <laughs> right, well, me playing the Gear series for the first time, I feel like the gameplay is pretty smooth. Is better than a lot of the cover shoes that came out during that time period. And I really feel like I hope that the coalition just improves on the gameplay that already exists. Yeah. Say so more blood, more executions, more gore. Let's go. Exactly. That's it. That's all they need. So we're moving on to the final question here. Uh, what is your favorite story moment or emotional moment from the Gears franchise? Who wants to go first? Oh, man. There's I, a lot of I guess I'm, Yeah, I guess I'm going to say my favorites are, I like all, I like the, I like the Baird funny moments in Gears 3, like when he tells Sam, I suppose you wanted me to say that I love you, but I don't. <laughs> yeah. I really don't. I love that moment because it shows that these people aren't just, you know, meatheads fighting ugly monsters. They're human yeah. beings. And Baird shows that there. And of course, everyone's favorite moment in Gears 3 when when uh Dom heroically sacrifices himself to save his friends. Yeah. And and which leads up to the big shit fit that Marcus has with uh Aaron Aaron Griffith, I think that's his name, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, the emulsion the emulsion seller. Yeah, yeah. You and your tower and this fucking emulsion can go to hell. I also love how this is this is a game not set on Earth or Earth isn't even a thing, but everyone yeah. cusses so much. I love it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that and of course Marcus getting pissed off about his his fucking tomatoes because Damon Baird's tomatoes. <laughs> I think that's the funniest part in Gears 4. It's like, my fucking tomatoes! <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, I think another... Besides, you know, the Dom part, I think Dom, the, uh, the Dom sacrifice was pretty much, I think, to this day, the most shocking part of Gears. Um, I think it would probably be one of the, the top three most shocking. And uh, I think, yeah... That one was a very painful experience to watch because it's it goes on to what uh, a man with grief will go to the you know what kind of levels he will go to, especially to save his friends. He would you know prefer sacrificing himself and keep on living just to save his friends. Um, 
whenever we find his wife in the second game, I think that's a, also a very fucked up moment. It's a very sad moment. Um, and uh, uh, keeping it away from the sad moments, uh, whenever <laughs> I think Gears, yeah, it was Gears of War two, and it was Ty randomly fighting a contus with a with a chainsaw, and they both just you know they were basically just revving that shit between each other and not even trying to budge or nothing. And that man just jumped into the fight like that. I enjoyed that part. That's a pretty cool story moment. Yeah, I would I would say uh Marcus and Dom's development throughout the series and, and sort of feeling that uh comradeship between uh those two uh that was that was really well done and executed and uh i I, like the gears of war 2 thing where like don kills his wife and then he's like i want to go in there and kill them all i'm like you just understand the motivation and you want to go in there and slaughter as many locusts as possible and that's exactly (laughs) what i did on the like i just went up in there and i and i had that chain gun and i was just killing as many as i could see i was seeing red and it was hard for the the the, uh the damage (laughs) yep and and it was just so good and then like just seeing how cole and barrett are like you know back and forth uh vastly different personalities uh one guy is a super smart ass the other guy is like uh this eccentric football player that's just like like he's larger than life so i seeing those two personalities like clash off each other was really great because you know if it, it, it felt like two friends in high school would do something like that you know there's the jock and there's the nerd and they're interacting with each other and it's not always positive is it's not always negative but it's something that is beneficial to the characterization of the game uh so it, it makes you feel like you're an actual team which is really really good yeah you grow with them basically throughout the the, the trilogy yeah. Anyone else have any uh favorite story moments from Gears? Gears? I uh, I like the the Carmine trilogy as a brought up Carmine. few times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gotta gotta love them. Um, I I liked the uh, how they they let the third one live. I thought that was very nice. Um, <laughs> there were a lot of close calls in the game. Though, it was because, a lot of close calls. Because he got shot in the head. He goes like, "What the fuck?" And he was like, "Thank God I reinforced my helmet." And yep. and uh, in the in the end, uh, I remember I was playing with, with a buddy of mine uh, like two or three years ago, and he didn't know the game. He hadn't played it yet. So <laughs> whenever Carmine just quote unquote dies in the chopper when it crashes in the end of the game. He's like, oh my fucking god, he's always the coolest one. Why is he dead? And he just picks up his helmet, puts it back on and keeps on walking. It's like that man cheated death so much <laughs> just to survive as a car mine in that game. <laughs> also I do also I do wanna I also do wanna mention since you were talking about the dynamic between Baird and Cole, um Gears Judgment, since it's a prequel, um you get to see it's like it, like the main character is bared, but Cole's with him the whole time, and the 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 dynamic they have when they talk to each other is fucking funny. Like throughout this whole thing, like Cole's like all positive and upbeat and energetic, <laughs> yeah. while Baird is a pessimistic smartass, and yeah. these other two are like these guys are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they took the most like the the best dynamic 
of um, that side of the fence and they decided to make a whole game about it. it it's the same thing I feel I know it's a different comparison but uh, it's the same thing I feel when they had Iron Fist and Luke Cage and they put them together the chemistry just works between those two yeah. characters as opposed to Iron Fist like being all mopey by himself you know what I mean uh, a little bitch yeah so <laughs> they kind of lift each other up in a sense and, and that's the great bread and butter <laughs> about those two which is why I'm, I'm not surprised actually that they got a like full game by themselves yeah it's like a buddy cop kind of situation they had oh absolutely um, like that's that's one of my favorite genres like a good yeah. buddy cop movie like rush hour or shit like that or a lethal weapon uh those are like so cool and then when you have that dynamic there it's just all gold from there yeah <laughs> um another cool one was a dlc from three where uh it's like the the rom expansion oh yeah oh rom yeah, shadow yeah rom shadow you get to play with as uh min young kim and and his squad the what is uh yeah, min young kim uh uh kim young min uh uh barrack who is a comic Bar- character yeah alicia and uh ty and you also yeah. get to see uh what was his name jace when he's like a teenager in this yeah, jace too yeah yeah it's so like it was, that uh, was cool it was a pretty cool expansion. It's probably one of my favorite expansions they ever did. Uh, mm-hmm. Like it's a it's a cool little story to like all the way back into the first game. Something that you probably at that point you were like, eh, I, I don't remember, but it makes you kind of go back into the game and play it. You know, so that was a pretty good way of showing who was Kim before you met him in the game and who was Kai before you met them in the game. Because if, if I remember, the other two were pretty much just killed off instantly in the and in the, towards the end. So, um, it's, it's it, like, it's a pretty cool story mode for like a two hour DLC, you know, um, it did a lot. And in the opposite sense, you, um, when you rescue Ty and Gears 2 and he, um, and he kills himself because yeah, well, he's been tortured must, that much. You know, let's oh. not talk about that. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a sad point. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, a, it, it was a, it was a good. Uh, it was like a good moment to see both both Kim and Ty alive, like in their prime. Oh, exactly in their prime before anything that happened to them. You know, uh, Kim getting gored by Rom, and then you know, uh, Ty just pulling a Kurt Cobain on himself. So it's like, yeah. it's it was it was a good little heartfelt kind of thing. I felt like, like it was. Anyone else on uh, moments of gears? I just also like when they talk trash to each other. That's like yeah, that's that's one. Oh yeah, that's, 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 that's center. Remember in the first, remember in the first one when they get in the truck and uh, they all drive away and Baird turns on the radio. It's like some, like some like some like trumpet music and Marcus goes Baird, turn that shit off. I love that moment. <laughs> He's like grumpy dad. <laughs> like they just like they just got out of a out of a life and death situation. The only thing Marcus cares about is Baird's shitty music being turned yeah. off. <laughs> oh man, I think another another funny part is in three whenever uh you know the squads get separated in the beginning of the game and you had to like blow up the, the, the boat that you're in. Uh, there's a there's a lot of like funny moments in between having those two squads having uh basically the story played out play out in the middle of the the whole thing you know you would you would play uh as uh Baird with uh who what else was Cole and Anya no not Anya 
Sam and Clayton. Yeah, Sam and Clayton. You have that whole little. You have that whole little bit, and while you're also hearing Marcus in the bottom, like, ah, you know, we're getting we're getting overcrowded over here. You know, come 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 up with something. And we're gonna blow up the ship, genius. We're gonna blow up the ship. Let me toss all these fucking tickers out this bridge and blow up the damn ship. <laughs> that was a that was a funny moment. I think another funny one would be whenever the uh, the 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 new berserker pops up in that one uh, chapter. Um, I don't remember what was like the whole the whole thing in that in that chapter, but it was they were all just so freaked out at the fact that there was an emulsion berserker, and they're like, "What is that?" Kind oh of... God! The yep, yeah. I remember that. Remember yeah. that, Ren, when all four when all four of us were trying to kick its ass and it kept killing us. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I was like, oh, "This boss fight is taking like eight years. Yeah. What's the deal?" Yeah. You were playing yeah. insane. Uh, I I don't know. I think we were playing this on normal. Actually, it was kicking our ass, man. Yeah, and I'm saying it is fucking horrendous. We we were a squad oh, yeah. of four because we we decided we beat the game already, right? In normal, and then we were like, you know what? Let's do it again. So like a week later, we went back into it and we played uh, on insane. There was a lot of rage. I, I will be honest. There was a lot of rage, especially with the with the tickers and uh, the the one chapter where you had to mess with the uh, with the barges. Where you had to like fly over to somewhere. Oh god, yeah, mm-hmm. I remember <laughs> that whole desert section can go fuck itself. <laughs> in, in all honesty, <laughs> I'm insane difficulty. So um, that was, I think, honestly, I like again at the co-op aspect of Gears of War three with the four people would probably be the best experience for Gears of War. In all honesty, like if you want to have one of the best things ever to happen to you is to play Gears of War 3 with four people or three other people. Oh it, yeah. It will be the funniest thing in the world. That is the <laughs> definitive experience. I I like yeah. you just can't go Gears without like those people on co-op. Yeah. That's the best yeah. thing in the world, man. Yeah. But all right, I think we can end this podcast. So this was a great time. Great discussions, all fun, all around. So I'm going to do outros here. I'll go first. So I'm Renegade Operative. You can find me on Twitter at Ren Operative underscore. You can find me on YouTube at Renegade Operative. You can find me on Instagram at Renegade Operative. Uh, I'll be just chilling back, uh, probably playing some Silent Hill or doing some more Silent Hill essays because those are fun since Silent Hill just came back from the dead so i will be yeah. working on that as well as this podcast um next up is suge where can we find you uh you can find me on youtube and twitch at sugar bastion pretty much uh i've been working on my walkthrough slowly uh i've been pretty much reviving my dead channel for like the of the past two years so uh i just got done doing uh plectail requiem I'm just literally finishing uploading these while we were doing the podcast. So uh, that was pretty much all I'm doing right now. I don't know what to do next, but, you know, uh, I'll be continuing on. So, yeah, uh, pretty much just find me anywhere in any type of social media, probably with the same name or username. Awesome. Awesome. So next up is Jojo. Where can we find you, buddy? Um, you can find me on uh, Twitter at the Lost Jojo. Um, you can also find me on Twitch now. I actually started. I started moving my stuff over to Twitch. Um, the Lost Jojo. I stream uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays if uh, life stuff allows me to. I'm going back to 
playing Muso games on Mondays, so like Dynasty Warriors and stuff. And uh, oh wow, Fridays I'll be doing uh TF2. I'm also on uh YouTube, uh, JoJo's Woodshed. Yes, where can we find you, man? Uh, yeah, so I'm on Twitter at BlitzGinge, that's all one word, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta come around more and watch, come. watch some more horror <laughs> movies with us again, as we experience that noise, and someone wants to watch us watch uh, Thanksgiving, which I don't want to watch a turkey have sex with someone, but apparently that was requested, so that oh. might happen, yes. Oh thanks. man, yes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we will move to Nero. Where can we find you on social media? Uh, well, my YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, it's all King Nero Barrage. Hopefully, I decide to get off my lazy butt and actually start streaming some stuff. Yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yep, you got to have that motivation, man. It's oh, just... Yeah. Ooh, I cannot stream while I'm motivated. It's just like, no, no, I'm not doing it today. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah. I feel you. So this is the Infinite Ammo signing out. Uh, Great times. Uh, Can't wait for Gear 6 whenever that comes out. And we're going to bid you adieu out there in YouTube land. So we will see you people later. And don't get chainsaw. See you then. Who wants toast? <laughs> toast? <laughs> Where's toast coming from? <laughs> it's a Gears joke. Ah, oh, okay. I see. That flew over my head. Toast.